0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life.
1: Don't y'all love the Word of God Amen. and uh, everything that it tells us about, and everything that it represents to us about who God is and how great He is, and what He has done for us? Everybody, tell your neighbors, say what He has done for you. What he has done for you. Tell your neighbors, say even you. That's right, even you, yes, that's right. And we're in this series of faith and prayer, and we're going to pick up where Pastor left off last week, and we're going to be in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 2 at first. And when Pastor left off last week, he was talking about faith in your own rights. Faith in your own rights. And he was talking about how that Christ was the substitute for us. He was a substitute for us. And how we haven't just been pardoned from our sins. We haven't just been pardoned from our old life, but actually, He was the substitute for us. He took our place. Tell your neighbor and say, Jesus took your place. Took your place. He took your beating, He took your torture, He took everything that we deserve. And you might say, well, I don't deserve that. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's part of the problem right there is you don't realize that you know we deserve certain things, but yet through the grace and mercy of God, we don't experience those things because Jesus took our place. He took our place. He was our substitute. He went to hell for us. He went to hell for us. So when we talk about how much we love Jesus, it's a big deal. It is a very big deal. Now, look at Ephesians chapter two, starting in verse one, and we're gonna talk about how the new creation is based upon absolutely legal grounds. Uh, Pastor Ross left off last week talking about how God is a God of law and order. He is a God of rules. He's a God of of order. Um, And so things have to be done the right way. They had to be done the right way. So in Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 1, we see, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of the world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us lived among them at one time, Gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Everybody say objects of wrath. Objects of wrath. You realize that sinners, they destroy their own lives, right? Through bad decisions, through their mouth. We've been talking about confession. People destroy their lives through their mouth. People destroy their lives uh, through just doing their own thing, trying to come up with, with it their own way. Well, we don't have to because God has already shown us the way. But they're like objects of wrath. Now, natural man is spiritually dead. Everybody say spiritually dead. Spiritually dead. And he is a subject to the prince of the powers of the air. And so natural man is a child of disobedience. And that's what you see everywhere, a child of disobedience. And he is by nature a child of wrath. Look down there at verse 12 of Ephesians chapter 2. It says, Remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, without hope and without God in the world. Look at that last statement right there. Without hope and without who in the world? Without God in the world. And this is what I'm constantly trying to convey to teenagers, and this is what I constantly will try to convey to you, is there's a reason why we don't go to the world for advice. There's a reason why we don't listen to what the world is saying and what the world is doing because of this phrase right here. They are without hope and without God in the world. They are without God. Now, this is not popular to say this. It's not something that you'll hear very often. From people talking about it, because you have Christian cliches that people try to cover up certain things, like that we're all God's children. Well, you know, we were all created by God, yes, but we are not all in the family of God. I said we are not all in the family of God. Amen. Because uh, there are people out there that are without hope, without hope, and we see that. And that's what's the terrible thing that's happened over the past year and a half is not only are people without hope, but now they've been isolated. And that's why you see the suicide rate going up. That's why you see all these things happening is because people are without hope and without God in the world. I can't, I, ca- I cannot imagine living without God in this world. Amen. 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 I can't imagine trying to raise kids without God. Amen. Right? I mean, you got it. You, you got to be connected to the Lord. So natural man has no covenant claims on God. None whatsoever. None. No claim on God whatsoever. He is a stranger to the covenant of the promise. He is hopeless, godless, spiritually dead, and actually, biblically, a child of the devil. Because they're following that spirit of rebellion, who their father is, who is the devil. Now, that's the condition of lost man. That is the condition of lost man. And how many of y'all know we're seeing that play out in our own society more and more every single day, right? Yes. Now, I know they don't like to be told that to them. I know people don't like to hear that. But how many of all know if they don't hear that aspect of it, they'll never know the need for a savior. They'll never know the need for eternal life. So people are separated from God. People are separated from God. But we have been recreated in Christ for us to not only be saved from our sins, but also for us to walk in the life that God has called us to walk in. God has recreated us by faith. Everybody say that. Say, God has recreated me, has recreated me by, faith. by faith. Anybody here ever was lost without God? It's about half of y'all. That's, I don't know what the other half. You know, half of y'all like, I don't know right you remember I mean you remember what it was like to live without God no wisdom no no you 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 think you're making the right decision but you end up just making more mistakes and getting deeper into it right but see we've been recreated by faith verse 4 Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 but because of his great love for us God who is rich in mercy made us alive with christ everybody say this say he's made me alive alive with with christ i don't know if people understand this i don't know if people realize this you know when we come around to easter yes we are celebrating the fact that jesus died for our sins and we're celebrating the fact that he rose from the grave but you realize that easter is not just a celebration of jesus Easter is a celebration of what we do with him and what we can do with him because of what he has done. He has made us alive. He has made me alive. He has made you alive with Christ, with Christ. So see, when we call ourselves a Christian, it's more than just saying, oh yeah, I'm an American, I'm a Texan, and oh yeah, I'm a Christian, right? It's not something we just add on to our resume of our life. When we say we're a Christian, we're identifying with the fact that we were dead in our transgressions. We were dead. We were disconnected from God. But through Christ, he has made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been what? Saved. Everybody say, it is by God's grace grace that I have been saved. saved. It's by God's grace that we just worship the Lord and he heard us. It's by God's grace that when we pray in the name of Jesus, that he hears us. Because he doesn't have to hear us. Because when we're disobedient, disconnected from the Lord, rebellious against him, there is no legal right There is no legal right for him to hear your prayer, not even just hear it, but answer it, but not even that, but just not even to what? To hear it. There is no, are you hearing me? There is no legal right whatsoever. You could cry, you could get on your hands and knees and crawl, you could do all kinds of things, but there is no legal right for God to hear. See, see some of y'all, that rubs you the wrong way because... We've heard all these great Christian cliches. You know, God hears everyone. Well, read your Bible. That's right. That's right. That's right. Read your Bible. God will hear those who come to him in Christ through the sacrifice of Christ, through the avenue of Jesus Christ, through Jesus Christ. See, we were dead in transgressions, but he made us alive with Christ, and it's through his grace. This is God's plan of redemption. This is not my plan. I didn't make this up. We didn't invent this. Mankind did not invent this. This is God's plan. Sorry to say, this is God's plan. plan. God recreated us by faith, by faith. Ephesians 2, verse 1, For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, to do what? Good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So we are God's workmanship. So by faith, God recreated us in the recreation of Christ. In the recreation of Christ, we've been recreated. When Jesus was made alive after he had been made sin. So in that recreation, in the recreation of Christ, we have been what? Recreate. That's why we have that. That's why we have that saying in the church: "Born again, Amen. born again." Right? And Nicodemus had a hard time with this. He didn't understand this. What do you mean? Do you mean I've got to? You mean I got to go back in my mom's womb and be born? No. They, no. You were spiritually dead, but now you have been made what? Alive. Everybody say, "I'm alive in Christ." I'm alive in Christ. So because we're alive in Christ, this is why we don't do things like the world does it this is why we don't handle things like the world handles it this is why we don't go we don't we don't act like the world because that's done that's gone that old way is gone because that's how dead people act that's how that's how people act who are not connected to god amen that's right that's how people act who are not connected to god i mean people aren't connected to god they got to drink that's right that's right to have sanity Now, the problem, of course, with that is, is that's just, that's just what? That's, that's an addiction. That's, that's changed. That's, that's making everything worse. Not what? Better. But see, that's why when you came in this, this evening, you know, we don't have an open bar and say, Hey, it's Wednesday night. Let's take the edge off before service. Right? Because we don't need to because we're made alive with Christ. We don't need to. We don't need that. We don't need that. That's a, su- that's a terrible substitute. That's a terrible substitute. So by faith, God recreated us in the recreation of Christ when Jesus was made alive after he had been made sin. So in that recreation was our recreation. All we have to do is accept it. Now, this is where pastors has been talking about. This is what we've been talking about on Sundays about, about the four things we must confess and we find difficulty with this sometimes, and that is all you've got to do is accept it and believe it and start living in it. Accept it, believe it, and start living in it. The moment we accept it, the moment we have, we have Jesus come into our heart, we, we what? We confess with our mouth, Jesus, Lord, and we believe in our heart that God was raised from the dead. The moment we do that, the Father instantaneously sees us different instantaneously, he sees us different. It becomes a reality to us in the mind of the Father. Now we can understand what Paul says when he says in Ephesians 2, verse 6, and God raised us up with Christ. Everybody say, with Christ. Christ. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. He seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Now we're going to see this over the next couple of, when we start talking about four things we must confess on Sundays, that a lot of people, a lot of denominational people are great with Ephesians chapter two, verses four and five, but when they get to verse eight, they, they stop at five and they don't go on to verse six. In other words, we're made alive with Christ, but it doesn't end there because not only are we made alive with Christ, now we're seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. So we're not, we're not just set free from sin. Not only are we set free from addiction, not only are we set free from anything that Satan would use to steal, kill, and destroy us, but now we are translated, we have this now this new life, and in this new life, we don't come from a seat of defeat. We come from a seat of victory. Because now we are seated with Christ. We are seated with him. Everybody tell your neighbor, say, I'm seated with Christ. Tell your neighbor, say, I don't know about you, you. but I'm seated with Christ. So when Jesus was raised from the dead by God's faith, we were raised together with him and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Now, if you'll start to get this in your heart, it'll change. It'll revolutionize you. It'll, it'll change your life completely and totally. We do not come from a place of trying to make it. We come from a place of already made it and walking in the victory that has been given to us. That's a completely different way of living. It is a completely, a completely, a completely different way of living. And this is, this is, you know, this is what just boggles my mind. Because, you know, I listen to worship music because I'm listening for, I'm trying to listen for, you know, something that we might be able to play, which is not very much. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, they're, they're not singing songs from Ephesians 2.6. They're singing songs from their own feelings or they're singing songs from their own perspective but I want to, I don't know about you, but if I'm alive with Christ and if I am seated with him in the heavenly realms, I want to sing about that. Amen. Right? I want to sing about, I want to sing about that. So that means we're seated now by God's faith at the right hand of the majesty on high. Everybody say, it's my legal right. It's my legal right. Now some people, that, that rubs in the wrong way. Oh, well, you're not going to tell God what you're legal, I, I didn't tell God what was my legal right I I didn't make it up he gave me this legal right he gave me this legal right as a matter of fact I I challenge you to do this I did this a few months ago Um, I started reading uh, through the gospels Uh, did a a gospel a week and rereading through them rereading through them rereading through them Because in the the book "Miracle Seed: Faith" by Oral Roberts, he talks about how he just read the Gospels until he finally just knew every. You know, he just he just meditated on the Gospels. So I started reading through them, and 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 then the Holy Spirit really convicted me and said, "All right, make a list of everything that Jesus gave you, and you'll be surprised. He is giving things all the time to people. He's given us authority." He's given us the kingdom.
0: Amen.
1: He's given us healing. Amen. He, I, mean, I mean, you'll be surprised. I mean, I'm not talking about something that is like a, a reference in the Bible that if you kind of twist it a certain way, you can kind of see what he's I'm talking about words from Jesus where he talks about what he... he, he I mean, he tells the disciples, I have come to give you this... I have come to what? To give you. Just give you. If you will follow me, you will have these things. So you see, we have been given this legal right to come from a place of victory, not from a place of defeat. So it's not something that I have done. It's not even something I'm demanding of God that I'm pushing them around. I mean, this is something that God has given us us as believers and as followers of christ and what we're trying to do here on wednesday nights and on sunday mornings is to get you to believe it and not just believe it in your head and in your heart but to actually what then start acting on it start walking it out start living in it Start, start, making, start making decisions based on the fact that you are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms. Don't make decisions based on the fact of what somebody else has said. Make a decision based on the fact that you are seated with Christ in the heavenly realms, that you've been made alive with Christ.
0: Yeah.
1: So then when you start making decisions that way, then it changes your perspective And how about this? It changes your attitude. Right? I mean, it changes your attitude. It changes your attitude. Because no matter what's going on, I'm coming out on top. I'm coming out on top. Everybody say, we're coming out on top. Now, do you see what a mighty faith, do you see what mighty faith the Father had? Now, now. Now, I want you to see this, that God is a God of faith. Why do we have to live by faith? Why do we have to learn how to walk by faith? Because God lives by faith. Right. This is God's character. This is how God, this is, what, this is what God does. He believed that humanity would respond to the tug of his grace. See, he did something for you before you were even born. Because he believed that if Derek heard Ephesians chapter 2, that he would sit there and go, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. I want to be a part of that. It's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. Romans chapter 2 talks about how, how do you not know? It's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. So see, the Father himself did these things in advance, in advance, for what? For you and I, so that we might hear this wonderful gospel, this beautiful, wonderful, spectacular gospel, and that we would hear it and we would say, oh, my goodness, that's how much he loves me? Amen. Well, if he loves me that much, man, I've got to live I've got to live for him. I've got to live for him. That's how much he loves me. That's how much he loves me. So thank God we've answered the call. Everybody say, thank God we've done it. it. How many of y'all here are believers? believer? Amen. Amen. How many of y'all believe in the word of God? Amen. Amen. Ephesians 2, 5, he has made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Look at verse 7. In order that, in order that, in other words, so that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Tell your neighbors say, God wants to show up. God wants to show up. How many all y'all prepared to say, Lord, I will be your vessel Amen. to show Amen. this world yes. your compassion, your mercy, your your riches of your grace. Yes. Amen. Amen. See, we, we, we're, we're, we're so nervous about, we get nervous about other things. We don't realize that he wants to show out in your life. He wants to set you as an example. And we see that happening at Faith Christian Center. I know it's happening. It's got to be happening in at least a few other churches in America, right? That, that, that God is, is taking us to completely different levels to show out to this world that you don't have to live in fear that when you walk with God, when you walk with God, when you walk with God, you will experience and see things in your life that you can't earn, that you can't work hard enough for, but that we believe it and we receive it. Amen. We believe it, and we receive it. Who can testify here tonight that you've had something happen in your life that even if you tried to line it up yourself, you couldn't have lined it up as good as God did? Right? That's right. And how many all been believing God for something, and then He just goes above and beyond? Amen. And you're like, why wouldn't I believe Him for this? Right? I mean, why? You know. And see this is this is the, this is the deal. This is where we're at. We but we've been, we been, we look, we've came we've come through 2020. We you know, we we've come through all that stuff. God God has, has has done miraculous things and he's continuing to do miraculous things. See, it's full bore ahead for Faith Christian Center. I mean, it is. It has put the pedal to the metal because you know, when 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 you start living in this reality, but see, here's the deal, is we are living in this reality, but it's, it, it, it's, it's amazing sometimes because we're living in this reality, and then you look out in the world who does not have God, and you look at their reality, it's almost like the twilight zone. I mean, it's almost like, it's almost like your mind has a hard time comprehending. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. That's right. Because we walk in the blessings of the Lord. Now, anybody can walk in the blessings of the Lord. All they've got to do is... Say yes to him and live for him. So in the order, verse seven, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it's the gift of God. It's a what? It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. It's a gift. You know, anytime... You know, anytime you feel like in your own life that, you know, you're alone or, or there's no one really pays attention to you, then just, just read Ephesians chapter 2 and begin to realize that you are loved. Yes. And God has set you up to have success in this life. It's the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. And that's why you hear us saying, we give God all the credit, all the glory, and all the honor for this place being paid off. We owe no man anything except the debt of love. That's why you hear us say, we give God all the credit, all the honor, and all the glory for St. Paul's was open all year long. No masks. We never had to shut down. Never had to shut down. We had we had we had school as normal. It's always funny whenever some sub some contractors come in here, and you know they come in they they're looking around they're kind of walking around <laughs> and they're they're looking around and and they I had a contractor ask me today he goes he goes you you all been open all year yeah 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 all year long <laughs> praise the Lord all year long. God is, And I want to make sure I give God the credit. Because yes. I'm, not, I'm not boasting in myself. I'm boasting in the Lord. Because yes. right. we could have scrubbed everything we were scrubbed. We could have done, I mean, we could have we could have lived in bubbles, you know, personal bubbles. I mean, we could have done everything in the natural. But guess what? It, it's not good enough. you got to have the protection of the Lord yes. on your life. That's right. That's so right. Amen. Amen. I mean, you got to have protection, Lord. Now, we didn't wash our hands. Amen. That's a good thing to wash your hands. (laughs) For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So by faith, he did all the work that is necessary for the recreation of the whole body of Christ. So get this. By the Father's faith, by his faith, you have been made whole. By his faith, you have been made a new creation in Christ Jesus. By his faith. By his faith. He did it in advance for you. Not only that, but he calls things that are not as though they what? Were. Romans four seventeen right? He calls things that are not as though they were. When he said that he made us sit down with him at the right hand of the majesty on high, do you realize what that meant it means that way back in time long before you were close to being born the father's faith saw you as a perfect conqueror perfect victor enthroned by the side of his own son and at his own right hand that's faith that's faith that's faith. Because you. We, we, some of us remember what you looked like. <laughs> right? That's faith. To see you in advance as a perfect conqueror, a perfect victor, sitting at the right hand of the Father with Jesus. Look, this is why... You're not going to come in here and hear us complain. This is why you're not going to come in here and hear us cry. This is why you're not going to come in here and hear us tell you a sad, sad story. Because that sad story is done. Everybody say, the sad story story is done. done. I'm living with Christ. It's It's done. It's done. So, See, when we, when we get up here and present the Bible, see, see, when we study the Bible, here's the problem is we study the Bible. We're not studying poems. We're not studying, uh, you know, we're not studying what other people think about the Bible. We're studying the Bible. So see, we're studying this. We're reading this. We're meditating on the word. And we're reading, oh, my goodness, we are victors in Christ. We, have, we are seated with them in the heavenly realms. And then we come in here, and that's all we got to say to you because that's what the word of God has to say what the word of God has to say amen Amen. so that's why we're people of faith because he had faith he had faith and I don't know about you but I have faith in my father's faith that this is made good in me I have faith in him that I am seated with Christ I am seated with Christ I have faith in him I have faith in his word I have faith in what he says and if he says I'm more than a victor and by God, I'm more than a what? I'm more than a victor. I'm more than a conqueror. As a matter of fact, turn over to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. After looking at Ephesians chapter 2, now let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses seventeen. starting in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has what? come. All this is from God. All this is from who? It's from God. It's from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. Isn't that great? That's great. That's what we've been talking about, but there's an and there and gave us, gave you, gave me the ministry of reconciliation. See, it's not enough that we come in here and we rejoice in the fact that we've been made alive with Christ. It's not enough for us to come in here and rejoice in the fact that we're seated with Christ. But now we have been given a ministry of reconciliation. Every one of us, every single one of us in this room have been given a ministry of reconciliation. Well, what is that? Verse 19. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So who's going to get the message out? We are. So if the message doesn't get out, whose fault is it? It's our fault. He gave us. There's there's no thing he gave us. Here's another thing right here he gave us, right? He gave us the message of reconciliation. He gave us the message of reconciliation. So see, when you're around other people, when you're around people that don't have God, your message to them is, look, it doesn't have to be this way. Amen. That's right. You can be connected with God. Because guess what? God has set it up to where he doesn't want. He does, now he'll have to. If you don't obey him, if you don't don't submit to him, we will have to. But he doesn't want to count your sins against you. What a message. What a message. The message of reconciliation. That he does not want to count our sins against us. Verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. Through who? Yes. Through who? Yes. Now, let me just give you a word of encouragement. I know, look, this is, this is part of the aspect. How many of y'all know we've got to believe the whole word? Amen. I said we've got to believe the whole word. Amen. I mean, if you're going to believe that you've been made alive with Christ, you got to believe that God knows what he's doing when he made you a, an ambassador of him. So don't don't tell me, I, I can't do that. I don't talk to people about God. I don't, I, I'm just not that type of person. No, 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 no. That's not gonna fly because we believe the whole word and the whole word is I've been made alive with Christ. I'm seated with him in the heavenly realms and I am an ambassador of Christ and he's got faith in you that, you're, that when you open your mouth, when you open your mouth, He has not only got faith in you that when you open your mouth, but he has sent his Holy Spirit to where when you open your mouth, you will say the right words at the right time that will penetrate their hearts deeper than anything ever has. So we're ambassadors. We're ambassadors. Why do we have such a, a beautiful place? Because we're ambassadors. Do you realize that this building is not about us? This building is about a reflection of who God is. Amen. I mean, what church has granite countertops everywhere? Not many churches I've been in. Why? Why do we do? Why? Why does Pastor do that? Because we are an ambassador of Christ. So when people come in here it is a completely different ball game. Amen. 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 Completely different ball game. Completely different. That when they walk in here, we you know, we joke around, we call it the faith bubble, but that's what it is. It's a faith bubble. So when people come in here, they're coming in here to a completely different atmosphere, a completely different thing why? Because we're ambassadors of Christ. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. And he is making his appeal through you. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So when someone comes to you and says, I don't know what to do. I don't know, you know, I, I got this addiction. I don't know what to do. Your answer is, guess what? Get right with God and that'll take care of itself. Well, I, you know, I, I, just, I, just, I just don't know what's going to happen here. I, just don't, I don't know what's going to happen there. Be reconciled to God, get right with God, and everything else will fall into place. Get right with God, get right with God, get right with God. And I'm not talking about just the, I'm sorry and I feel really bad at this moment, but will you please bless my life and whatever I want to do. I'm talking about turning your life over to him and saying, Lord, have your way in my life. I will follow you and I will do as you say. Be reconciled to God. Verse 21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, for you, for me. <laughs> this, is, this is awesome. It's awesome. How can you not have joy when you read the word? How can you not have joy when you wake up in the, mor- in the morning? Just remind yourself, just read Ephesians, uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21 and remind yourself, look, God made him who had no sin to be sin for me so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And that's the ministry of reconciliation for this world that was redeemed from the hand of the enemy but doesn't know it. So this is what we're supposed to be spending our lives doing not just working to earn enough money to pay visas 18% interest. (laughs) The redemption plan of God is of no value to the lost as long as they are what? Ignorant of it. They cannot enter into the riches until we tell them. And that's what we gotta do. That's what we gotta do. So wherever you are, wherever you are, Someone comes to you. Now you got to be smart. Got to be smart, right? I wouldn't walk into the office tomorrow morning and say, "Every single one of you need to be reconciled to God." <laughs> hey, you! I know you're an adulterer. Guess what? God doesn't want to <laughs> hold that against you. I'm telling you, that's not the way to do it, right? That's not the way to do it. But when people come to you, or you have opportunities, I just don't know what I'm gonna do. Yet. Right with God. Because he wants to forgive you of your sins. It's not like he did it grudgingly. He did it out of his own heart, out of his own love for you and I. Man, that that is unreal. Meditate on that. Meditate on that. That he did all that just for you. So that's our job. That's our job. That's our job, is to walk in victory and then to turn around and tell other people how they can walk in victory. Amen. Now, you might say, well, Aaron, you know, I just don't know I can do that, you know, and my life's not perfect, you know. And all and Listen, 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 listen. Your job is to proclaim his goodness and his greatness. Amen to shout it from the rooftops. Amen. Right? Shout it from the rooftops. God is great, and this world can be reconciled to him if they will submit to him.
0: Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at Remember to put God first in every area of your life because He loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.